Imagine a football platform where the world's best writers give you the real story about what's going on at United. Imagine no pop-up ads, no clickbait headlines and no ridiculous rumours to be let down by anymore. You don't have to imagine anymore. Meet The Athletic. No ads, no nonsense, just football. Visit theathletic.co.uk forward slash United We Stand to start your 30-day free trial and get 50% off your annual subscription. The Athletic, the new home of football. Hi, so I'm stood on Walton Lane outside um, Everton's very famous ground. 1878, St Domingo's FC formed. Um, in 1888, the Football League founders... And in 1891, I think Everton became, I won their first league title. So I'm outside Goodison Park, which we won't be able to do for much longer with them moving to the docks. But I'm actually stood with uh, three stewards, uh, Manchester United stewards, who've been sent down here to uh, police us, I suppose. Um, is this just, a, just an excuse to see United away? No, we, 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 we actually come away to look after our fans. Um, they help us. They want us here because we can recognise people. People, if there's any difficulties, they recognise us. We can deal with situations a bit better and support our, our own supporters. I'm not being funny, but hopefully it's a fairly easy job for you these days. We don't have much, we don't have many problems, do we? No, not really, not these days. It's too well uh, policed and managed. Um, and yeah, they only want to come for the game, don't they? Yeah. The trouble people hopefully have, have left now and gone away and done what they want to do elsewhere. So yeah, yeah it's, it's a nice place to come now. Do you, um, do you have to put your name down on a rotor or is it just part of, you know, how does it work for you? Um, we're mainly supervisors that come and we're on a rotor. Yeah. It's drawn out um, on various games. We used to go to all away matches, but yeah. now we just go to a certain few. So um, that tells you that it's getting better on, on yeah. away grounds here. Well, it's certainly uh, nice now. to see a familiar face when we come, because at least we know you'll listen. Whereas, mind you, we don't have much problems with many many of the stewards, but at least we know that you'll listen. Sometimes, in some of the grounds, the inside stewarding can be heavy-handed when it's done by, uh, should we say, um, independent security firms um, at some away grounds who, who seem to send lads who are just up for a bit of a fight. Yeah, that can be, and we've seen that in the past at various grounds. Um, that's normally when, as you say, it isn't their own staff, it's, it's employed by the people. Um, but yeah, it, it is, is on the. It it's not, doesn't happen as often these days. No. No, good stuff. So, what's, um, so you're out here to what? Five, to, five minutes to kick off, then they take you in and. We're out here until most of the crowd are inside. We have some inside there helping our fans out inside. Yeah. We're outside here to help anyone that needs help here um, to make sure they get seen to as quickly as we can and get them in the ground. All right, that's good stuff. Well, thank you very much. Enjoy the game. I take okay. it you are United fan. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cheers, okay. fella. Thanks. Right, I'm now inside the great ground. Um, for us, and I'm with a, an Everton fan. Sorry, I didn't catch your name. John. Hiya, John. Right, I'm in. We love coming to this stadium. We absolutely love it. It's probably the only proper traditional ground left. Certainly of a big club, sure. traditional ground left. What are, you, what are your feelings about moving from here? Uh, it's mixed. It's mixed. I love, I love coming here. Like you said, it's, it's one of the, well, one of the few uh, traditional grounds left in England. But I think it's time for if we want to push on and take the next step as a club. I think the, the, an upgraded stadium is necessary because we fill out, we filled out the stadium. I think it's forty thousand capacity every week, and to start generating more revenue to compete with other clubs, we've just got to got to take that next step and build a new ground. I think. 
but at the same time, obviously, I wanted to go the way West Ham has gone. With them, obviously, that wasn't a purpose-built stadium for football. No, it wasn't. But no. it's just ridiculously empty and awful views and stuff. So if we do it in the right way, I'll be happy with it. But it's got to be done the right way. And I think Everton have. They've included a lot of fan surveys and stuff when they've been designing the ground and taking into the into account with the fans. So I think they're going about. I was going to ask you about that. So they, if they've got some kind of fan sort of representative and fans groups that they can sort of look at a design of yeah, a ground and definitely. everything, that's really good. But you can't replicate this. I mean, there's still a huge noise comes from these fans. You know, particularly you know, particularly in your big games, but yeah, particularly yeah. in any game when you when you get going and the atmosphere gets going, and it's very hard. Um, it's very hard to sort of get that back, isn't it, anywhere else? I mean, where, have you been down to uh, the London Stadium in West I've not Ham? been down there. It's, been, it's hideous. Yeah. It's absolutely hideous. I'm sure. Well, I was at, we were at the Etihad on uh, New Year's Day, and even that's... I know it's, it's, it's a lot better than West Ham's, but even that's not brilliant. Well, it was a Commonwealth Games yeah. Stadium that, that they were gifted yeah. um, as a payoff um, for the development around um, East Manchester. Yeah, but yeah. but, it, but it, apart from that... So you've got you've got the club moving in the hat. Do you know what sort of times uh, scale it's been looked uh, at? I think they're saying 2023 is what they're targeting, but knowing Everton, I'm sure it'll be a lot later than that. But right, um, okay. I think 2023 is the is uh, the plan. The next thing to talk about really with you is you've got um, you've you've really pushed on since this, uh, since your new manager's come yeah, along. Yeah, yeah, Carlo's been great. Really, really happy with the appointment. Um, I think it's a big statement signing as well for us because since Moyes left to go to you lot, we've had just been on a roundabout of different managers pointing them, giving them a year, and then when it's not going yeah. good, sacking them and going on yeah. to the next. G- gee, thanks for David Moyes. Yeah. That well, was great. Though. I think you should have kept him for a bit longer. He's a good manager. It was, it was quality for us anyway. He did us a good job, but um, yeah, I think. But you never won. You never won away no. at one of the top four clubs. And even with, with us, we never won away with him in a top four club. I must say something that he couldn't quite push on to the top, no, sort of I, top level. I, yeah, I agree. Maybe United wasn't quite the right move for him. But if you look at what he did for us as a club, not maybe not on and off the pitch, where we were when we first brought him in and where, where he brought us to, we, I think we were battling relegation the season before we brought him in. And he took us into top four um, yeah. a few years back. But um, yeah, I don't know. just one of I, I mean, it's it's good. You know, I don't think um, I don't think many United fans have much against Everton, particularly with your um, with your rivals uh, across Stanley Park. So I, I'm, I must need, I must ask you about this. When you're coming to your stadium, yeah, which has been here longer than them, yeah. yeah um, what, what on all the lampposts? Yeah. 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 Anfield used to be Everton's ground, so it's technically our ground as well. But yeah. So they've got all the lampposts yeah. with their ridiculous yeah, sayings and statements awful. on it. It's awful, I hate it. It's too much, it's, it's, it's too touristy, Anfield. It's just, I think you ask Liverpool fans as well, a lot of them would agree that it's just, it's just, um, it's marketed towards tourists now. It's not really the, the club of the city anymore, I don't think, anyway. Everton's definitely more representative. Are you, I mean, are you in the camp that says that coronavirus could shut this league down this season and they might not win it after all? Would you? Is that a payoff? That is it. It's, they've won it now, really. Anyway, haven't they? Everyone in their minds, everyone knows they've won the league now. Yeah. I've, I've come to terms with it. I came to terms with it a few a few months ago. I, I tried. I tried to be. Uh, try not to be too bitter about it, but obviously, yeah, it would be funny if something like that happened. But I don't. Because <laughs> they're going to win it regardless. No matter how. They, they, they might play. take off them though. They might have to shut the league down. No promotions. Yeah. No relegations, and not award it then. Um, 
a bit of a sigh of relief at Watford beating them 3-0 yeah, yesterday. I was in the pub yesterday watching a few mates in quality. Played really well actually Watford. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of it's kind of um, one of those freak things where it's pretty much bottom of the table being top of the table. But yeah, it's a good game. It's good stuff. Well look, thanks very much for your time. Uh, enjoy the season and just hope you don't kick on today right, as yeah. we would really like we'll to get see. fourth spot. We always do well against you at home. So. Well, just, just a matter of thing. We're trying to obviously go for fourth spot. Um, the same fifth might be enough. I'm sure that City will appeal their banner yeah. and get it turned over. In terms of that financial fair play, have you any thoughts on it at all? Um, it's tough one because obviously I haven't actually looked into it all, but you can tell if, if they've gone about it in a way where they deliberately, I guess they altered their, their records of the revenue, hasn't they? And if they've done it deliberately to get around the rules, then they should be punished. It's not like they didn't know what they were doing. And I feel, I feel bad for City fans because obviously it's not their fault and their club's going to get punished for it, basically. But that's how it is, really. Yeah, all right. Thanks very much for your time, I know. Take care. Enjoy the game. Right, I'm back in the uh, United end now. Um, just uh, chatting tomorrow, I suppose. So, um... I just, I've gone on a little bit of length there with, with a couple of their fans about this, this stadium. You, do you still like coming here? Love coming to Goodison Park. I'll be gutted if they move. Goodison Park, Villa Park, Ellen Road, Anfield. They're the stadiums you enjoy going to, aren't they? Yeah. It's authentic. It's, it's not one of those pick-and-drop stadiums that you see at St Mary's and Leicester. It's, it's got its own character. But it's 2023. They're supposed to be by the docks. This will all go a bit of their history will go, but um, and I think I'm, I think I'm right in saying this. Obviously, in the cemetery, a lot of their uh, either fans or players were buried here, so they're taking um, they're taking a lot of history away from them. But anyway, talking about our history in Manchester United, uh, things seem to be getting a bit better. Yeah, definitely. Fernandez has been a game changer. Uh, he's turned us from an average side into a good side so I think it speaks volumes that if Pogba was fit and wanted to play I don't think against this team now McTominay, Fred, Fernandez is a new midfield it's going to be quite interesting isn't it that because by the end of the season Pogba will have wanted to play because he'll want to get into France's side now then we've got two choices haven't we we can either say to him we've not seen you exactly break into a sweat for us to put it politely so no we're not playing you but then again, if we got to two semi-finals or a final in Europa League or FA Cup, he could make a difference and win. Is it a moral dilemma? Not really, no. He's played 99 games for United. As soon as he plays 100 games, he triggers, he triggers a £5 million payment to his agent. So it's no surprise that he's never going to be playing. Right, OK. I didn't know that. He's played 99 games. Yeah, and the team, the team that we've got are pulling the, the, the roots up for United. Yes. They want to be out there. They're playing well. The introduction of Fernandez has transformed this team. Yeah, in such a short period of time, we've sort of been able to spot what we've been missing, haven't we? Yeah, quick, definitely. Yeah. Quick, quick play, more tempo, tempo from the start of a game, uh, an inventive pass, a forward pass. It's probably no surprise that Martial's looked better because he's actually been facing the goal. Yeah, right. people talk about United like we're light years away. I don't think we are. If, po- if Pogba and Lingard go in the summer and we bring in Grealish and Sancho, I honestly think United can challenge for the title next season. Would we need the centre-half, though, or is Baye, Lindelof, one of them good enough? If Baye stays fit, then we don't need a centre-half, but he never stays fit, so we'll have to wait and see. Won't we? I think we've, the basis of a very, very good team is there. Solskjaer hasn't had a lot of money in the transfer window. This team is developing, it's evolving. 
And I think Jim's exactly right. This team is progressing to the point where it's going to be a likely challenger next season. Yeah, OK. So um, today's a difficult game, and it shouldn't be such a difficult game because we usually we used to win here all the time, didn't we? But they've kicked on a bit under uh, Carl Ancelotti. Are you expecting much from us for today? Could go either way, but I think if we if we play how we've been playing the last few weeks, I think we'll get three points. I think I think based on the respective skills and strength and depth of both teams, and given United's recent term form, victory three points for United. And then um, on, on Thursday we go to Derby. Wayne Rooney, good welcome for him. It'll be a good welcome, but the right result will end up being the right result. Yeah, we're going to have to beat them, aren't we? We're a lot better than them. Uh, right, thanks, lads. We'll enjoy the game and I'll see you later. Right, I've moved along to one of our younger fans here, Alfie. So it's your first away game, is it, young man? Yeah. Good. What, the, uh, what are you thinking for the result today? I think it'll be 3-1 to United. Good stuff. And do you like the signing of Fernandez? Yeah. Good. And I'll ask your dad this question more. Would you play Pogba again? No. Even if it meant us kicking a, and winning a semi-final in the Europa League? Well, there is that and there is the quality of the player, but at the end of the day, I think there's a team that's kind of being built there, isn't there? Yeah. And I think you've got to look at what's being played and I think... Like any footballer at any age, at any level, work your way back in. Yeah. Right, you've got to be there, you know? Right, OK. So, um, who's going to score first in this game if it's 3-1? Are we having a comeback, Alfie? No. So it will go 2 in our head. Then they'll pull them back, then we'll go again. 3-1. Good stuff. Well, I hope your confidence uh, shines through, and thank you very much. So we're 10 minutes towards kick-off. Uh, the players are now finished training, they've gone back in, we've seen the lineup. There's a lot of confidence within the United end, but there's also a lot of confidence to begin to the Everton fans. Um, could be quite a could be quite a game this. Um, we we will see very shortly. Right, so we're just uh, returning back after the game. Um, an unsatisfactory one-all draw, I would have thought, um, for both teams, but particularly for United in terms of the fact that we gave away a stupid goal to start with when, um, for some unknown reason, Lindelof decided to give it to De Gea, um, who was chased down, and then we got back into the game, one-all at half-time, should have been winning at half-time, and then second half, it sort of uh, it went to nothing. Um, they did score a winner, but it was disallowed by VAR. Uh, only because of the fact there was a man lying in front of the goalkeeper um, who, um, who, who probably touched it. And did he think it was going to be disallowed, that Jay? Not from where I was on lower tier, so I couldn't really see how, to be fair. You know what, you know what the view's like at Goodison, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought it was a game of two halves, to be honest. I thought yeah. we played well first half, barring De Gea's mistake. Do you think it was De Gea's mistake, or was it just that loon Lindelof just giving him a stupid pass back? De Gea's mistake. Do you think? Yeah. 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 mistake, 100%. Yeah. But I've got to say, off the subject, that Bruno's a different gravy, isn't it? I've pissed on my pants. Am I hoid? No, you have dreadfully badly as well. <laughs> Not to worry. Just, it's an age thing. Um, second, so second half, we were, we were not the team that... We weren't the same in the no, first half. We, we was in the first What half. changed? I don't know. You sell me. 
thought Bruno tried to perhaps overdo it a little bit, actually. Maybe tried to take on a bit too much. Where we were finding passes down the left that we didn't find in the end. But uh, I just thought it was a game of two halves, and I think that Bruno makes a different different gravy for us, mate. You can see you can see what he's trying to do: get the ball, get the pass, and away yeah. you go. Yeah. No, he certainly he certainly got he certainly got um, he certainly got something about him. Yeah, he certainly got something about him, hasn't he? So um, unsatisfactory though. Yeah, it's typical, isn't it? Chelsea drop points, and we drop points the day after a close the gap. So anybody that come here today think who's going to gain points, just look at how it's gone all season. Rivals yeah. drop points, and then we do the same the but day after. Everton weren't, weren't a bad side, and we conceded many, many corners to them. Um, would you think that they would have done better? Yeah, you've got to say, I'll give Maguire credit, he won yeah. every single header. Every single corner they got and the ball come near him, we won it. So it's plus sides to minuses, isn't there? Yeah. Um, any more plus sides in terms of going into next week's derby? Yeah, we're, cap- we're capable. We look quicker, we look better with the ball than we than we have done for a long time. So there's always a plus, isn't there? Do you think that um, when Martial seems to be hauled off unceremoniously uh, in the end, was that because his attitude seemed to change the last 20 minutes or had he got a knock? Because for me, he just uh, seemed to sulk the last 20 minutes. It weren't working, was it? So we've got to change things, haven't we? And if you don't like it when the manager's got to change things, well, he needs to sit down and take a long look at himself, doesn't he? Yeah, definitely. All right, thanks. Can you say anything? So do you think you didn't think the second half was very good? Come on. Speak to me. Talk me through the second half. Well, we wasn't out from a goalkeeper absolutely refusing to come and collect a single cross for 45 minutes. Free kick after corner after cross into the box, and he didn't come and collect a single one. I saw him punch a couple, don't he? He just invited pressure for the whole gate, the whole second half. He was absolutely atrocious. Well, is it, is, is it his job when he's being fouled on the line? He wasn't being fouled on the line. He was. He gave two free kicks against. He's a goalkeeper. His job is to come and cla- catch crosses. It was absolutely horrendous.
I think they sat back here too much the second half. Because of the wind, though. <laughs> it, was, it was very windy. I don't think it had anything to do with the wind, personally. I just think they sat off. They looked afraid of having the ball in the second half. No problem. They, 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 they panicked, panicked a lot. I think they played well in the second half, to be fair, to the But it was... You've got to change... As a manager, you've got to... If, if you can see that after 25 minutes, going that ball, you've Maybe got to change something. Could be because we moved, yeah. We had to move because we were told off for giving hand gestures to the Everton home fans. Apparently you're not allowed to give hand gestures. They were were munichin throughout the second half. Anyway, uh, ladies, what did you think of that performance? Not a lot. Very disappointing in the second half, really. And we we should have won. We, we had chances. We didn't take them. Disappointing. Yeah, but it was disappointing. Hopefully we'll be okay, better for Derby on Thursday. Well, we need to be better for Derby on well, Thursday, we, don't correct. we? We want to we go do. through. And then we've got City on Sunday. Bring them on. <laughs> we might have the, the, surely there were positives though there today, don't you think? Oh yes, yeah. We, we it just all went to pop. It was all right the first half, but I think they were to, they just could have done a lot better in the second half. But. And Dahlia's little folk were at the beginning. Yes, well that was a shame. Yes. That was sad. Yeah. Would you think that Lingelas shouldn't have passed the ball back to it? Possibly not. Possibly not. But he did, <laughs> and he didn't get it, so. <laughs> I'm blaming Lindelof for that. Yeah, because he didn't need to. He was facing one way and he just turned it around and just gave him the ball. He didn't need to do that. Not when they're pressing high. He could have passed it back. He was kicked the club, not straight the fucking plane. It's not fucking rocket science. Well, it might not be rocket science, but going backwards when we had the ball and we're facing forward. Isn't, isn't that good anyway? He's got a hunchback as well. What? <laughs> not, I'm, not, I'm sure that's a bit of disabled. I don't think you can call him that. No. Right, moving on down to the coach, to the sensible part. About there's a lot of uh, vitriol at the front of the coach, and I can't get going. There's people not speaking, as people swearing. Um, and the, in the end, of the, at the end of the day, it's a point one. Two points lost. What, where, where do we stand on that? Because it seems to go to part second half as what the uh, general consensus is. It definitely did go to part um, performance-wise, but I think it's a point one. It's a decent draw there. They're, they're, uh, they're pretty well set up under Ancelotti, and I thought, as long as we beat City next week, four out of six is all right. I thought it was a decent draw today. And De Gea, I heard... I think John too is slagging off De Gea, but he yeah, ridiculous made on with that save. It was ridiculous, but he, he, he made up for it with that save later on. He did make up for that save. <laughs> you don't think he did make up for it with that save? It's a match that, that, save, yeah, yeah, it's a match minute save, but it's, 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 it's well, a howler as well. So, yeah, yeah, so he's made up exactly. for <laughs> So that's what he's made up for <laughs> so the, the match, the match-winning save that got us a draw. Yeah, yeah. The match-winning save that got us a draw. Dave, that, that's that's fine. Yeah, we we, we get that. Um, but I don't agree. But anyway, I've said that. Maguire was brilliant. Maguire was brilliant. Disappointed with that move. Especially yeah. after the first half. Yeah. See, the first half, everything changed. Yeah, yeah. We're, after after we went behind, there was a bit of guile about us, and I thought we'd take that in after we got the equaliser. And they fucked it up in the second half, I'm afraid. I think it's... I'm sorry, Ned. I think it's two points lost. Do you know what? No, we fate well with that lay on, but I think one of the biggest problems in the second half, I'd say he had about 16 corners. 
and we don't leave one player up. So the ball just kept coming back in. So every time Maguire's heading it out, and it's just coming straight back in, you leave one person up, be it Martial or whoever, who can at least hit him on the break. But we just we, we lost that way in the second half. But I, I don't think it draws a, a bad result here. They did bad. I think the biggest disappointment was the front two today. They never connected. And that, like, that diamond worked in the first half because the midfield ran it and we got Fernandes in some good positions. But... You're relying on your full-backs getting forward and your front two because you've got... And I think you picked the right team because we've got no fit wingers, have we? So, um, oh, is that right? Where, where is James? I believe... Jack, I heard he was injured. I don't know what's up with him, but I, I heard he was injured. So I think he got it right, but the full-backs got pen back and the front two, they just... They never interacted. They just played in straight lines. They didn't swap or anything. Yeah, just, just no movement. But it was... I do think three months ago United lose that 3 1. I think they, they dug in uh, when they, they defended well. They, I mean, how, how many corners have we conceded from? And they must, they must, they must have had about 10, 12 corners in yeah. the end. There was, a, there was argument up there that uh, De Gea never deals with a corner properly. I mean, I thought Maguire dealt with everyone fantastically well. But are we expecting De Gea to come out more or punch more or catch more? It depends. I think them corners today. I think I do, what I don't want to hear you doing is try to come through Maguire, and that that was it. And Maguire was the perfect Brilliant. position and won it. Won pretty much every header. I think Lindelof won one as well. So I don't. I, my issue, like me and Neil, were moaning the, the ground, not leaving a man up. You're just inviting more pressure. Because even if you clear it, how many times did Maguire clear it? Yeah, we didn't even have the chance to get the ball and counter. They just come back. With a second wave attack, because we, we never had anyone. Fernandez, uh, Fernandez, absolute quality though, isn't he? Yeah, he's brilliant. Felt... Tough place to come. They, they've got, he's got to play well. They, they, they... It's, it's, that that, that Calvert-Lewin's really good. Holds, holds, the, holds the ball up really well, yeah. and, I, and to be honest with you, yeah. I, the way I, the way I see it is when Igalo came on, at, le- at least we had yeah. some. At least we had Come someone in the box. Time, and my problem was Juan Bissaka yeah. had to had to wait until someone yeah. gets in the box because Marshall was sound left hand side. He was, I felt Marshall hit all game and. If if Igalo should have come on about ten minutes earlier, we might we might have snapped. They something. do dive a lot as well. That fucking yeah. Charleston the down more first than half. Oh, yeah. three yeah. Times. Yeah. He went down three times at least, and you I think, oh, he's going off there, and he's yeah. he's running like he's nothing happened again five yeah. minutes later. Yeah. he's done that. He's done that enough times this season, but people. The referee or anyone doesn't clock on to yeah. it at all. Yeah. It's getting silly now. Yeah. In isolation, it's not, it's not the worst part, especially the way the second half went, but puts pressure on next week. You've got to beat City now. Yeah. We rarely talk about referees though, that, you know, on this because it's, they're, they're an easy... Uh, Woody, what do you think about the referee today? <laughs> I think he's great, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that Ashton on the line referee. Yeah. <laughs> Who was it? It was uh, Chris Kavanagh. Chris Kavanagh. Oh, right. You you know Chris, do you? Yeah. You like him? What? Mate of yours? Yeah. yeah. Not after today. You do? Well, I mean, he booked a lot of players. I think he tried to let it go, but he did make a few mistakes, yeah. I don't think he had that bad a game. (laughs) But the biggest decision that obviously he had to make, joking apart now, um, was the, the offside at the end. Now, VAR will have made it, but he hadn't seen fit, perhaps, to call it offside when there's a player laying right in front of, right in front of him and the ball's rolling and De Gea clearly can't see yeah. where the ball's going. 
So why, why would a referee and his responsibilities to go? Well, clearly, he's interfering. I don't think he wanted to give the decision. I think he's gone over to the linesman. Yeah, the, line, the linesman should have given the offside, not the referee. Yeah. I don't know what the linesman's doing there. I suppose if the linesman, though... Yeah, but if the linesman's there and he can't see if someone's um, interfering with play in terms of being in the line of sight or being between the posts... Because you, you are allowed to stand in an offside position, providing you are not interfering with play. A player that's lying and that's on the six-yard box with a lifts his foot when the ball goes past or moves his foot, that surely is just an easy decision. This is the thing, like, you know, VR has been critical for a lot of it. It's obviously got a lot. VR shouldn't have been needed today. And if that wasn't in and that was given a goal, that would have been scandal. Between them, the ref and the linesman should have made that decision within 10 seconds. He's an easy decision to make. He's what 15 yards. He's sort of about three yards from De Gea, or lay about three yards. And it, it looked. I don't know. Did he make a movement to the ball? More three foot and three yards. Yeah. Right by him, wasn't it? So he shouldn't have needed VAR to do that. So I don't. I think the ref wanted the linesman to give it. Maguire again. He spots him, doesn't he? He was over straight away. VAR does it. Just show up, doesn't it? How many? Like mistakes, too many of them now. I think don't want to make decisions. Like, he shouldn't, you know, that that they should make it the same way that Anthony Taylor with the the Rashford penalty. Uh, so, uh, you know, he shouldn't have needed it. It was the most clearest penalty yeah. you could yeah. see in real time play. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the game's rapid. They yeah. do need help. Yeah. The do, they do need help, but they've still got to make. Do, do, do I couldn't see that offside for the goal. I thought it was a genuine goal. And, you, know. you were 100 yards away down the side. You're not surprised. Obviously, he couldn't see it. It's the time to take to make the decision as well. Sometimes, sometimes you'd be thinking like we'd be watching on TV a game that's like, turn up a Premier League game. You see, like, well, that's offside. It would have been about five seconds. It would take four minutes. That one the other night was ridiculous against Bruges. That, oh, you know, that five full impact. Oh, exactly. So that's It was the most obvious sample. If you're going to do something like that, it's a straight red. Simple. I don't think it was the fact they have to say was it going in. I think there was. Seeing if the shot was going wide or not. You're still sticking your hand out in the penalty box. You're sticking your hand out in the penalty box. It's a fucking straight red. That's the main issue. It was like fucking David Seymour. Exactly, plus Gordon Banks. So, yeah, exactly. I think there was a game in France, wasn't there? Was it last weekend that was they held it up for seven minutes while they did a decision? That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I mean, that Bruce defender pulling the goal. I think in Germany last year they brought a team back on, not both teams back on. After half time, they'd all gone back in, and then they're like, "Oh no, there's a penalty right on half time." They brought everybody back. Mm. That's ridiculous. Because what they can't do is kill like. The celebration of a goal, that's the only thing I, I yeah, but you can't. dread out. They moan about, they fucking moan about anything, never what? fans anyway. They're the worst moaners in the world, so to give them something to moan about. What do you say? No way. We've had the rubber agreement with VR, are we? Well, I would say Sheffield United away was clear on ball and we and they gave it against us. 
So big decisions. Well, next next week, the Fernandez, like we say, he's made a big difference. He's a cut above what we've got. Are we feeling confident then for next Sunday? That yeah. I don't think it matters though, does it? Because whether I think the the problem with the game today will be Villa won't Villa will go into that knowing that they've they've won it anyway, haven't they? Because because yeah. if we take well, yeah, because if we take off City, you know, anyway. So. Yeah. many back in midfield and. Fernandes playing the way he's playing, you know, you just hope Martial turns up again. Exactly, it's the, it's the front, change. It's the front, it's the front. Oh, well, he's the last fast performance. He let us down today again. He let him down again. That's what I mean, he gets a free pass with these. Scores a great goal last week and then gets a free pass. Hey? If Watford can beat Liverpool 3-0... Villa could beat City today. Oh, yeah. Could do. And then uh, Jack Grealish. They're already yeah, seeing him. Yeah, I do think, do we need I think another? he's a lot better than uh, Madison. Yeah. Yeah. Really we've, we've got well, they talk, now, they talk about, <laughs> talk about Grealish. They talk about Madison. Um, Declan Rice at West Ham. They do. And that. And the one with the ginger brother at Newcastle. So though. So of those four, who would you have? Oh, Jack Grealish. Jack Grealish. Jack Grealish. I like Jack Grealish. It, even, even with his hair. Even yeah. before, even yeah. before. And his short shorts. I'd have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had, had had to he's good looking as well. We've got enough ugly bosses in that team. So, I need a good look at you in that. So, yeah. Even knew, before anyway. <laughs> Jaden Sancho, I'd go and get Jack Grealish. Would you get him before yeah. Jaden Sancho? He changes games for Villa. He makes Villa look like a... You know, in a, in a very poor and, and, well, yeah. and he makes them tick. He drives he the ball. Said, he's, he's a brave player, Greenwich. Well, really he get, give him the ball all day. Yeah, and he'll go. Always getting fouled. I, um, I do. I rate. I think he could play for United. And I'd, I'd, I'd love for him to Madison. I think he's a step above Madison. He seems to be the other major one with Lindsay. Who's that? Grealish. Yeah. I think Grealish is much better than Madison. So yeah. So you take so couple of players there that we've named. Yeah. Plus maybe a centre half or get Baye fit, Baye or nothing. I, I think with I'd like to. I've got the way to go for two and day, but I'd like to give two and day be a shot. If we did get one of one of those two players or two of those players that you've said, are we still 30, 40 points behind? Or all of a sudden we'd be we'd be We'd be certainly in the top Fif- four. Say, get, we've, got, we've got to start looking to be top one and two, though, haven't we? I know, I know, you get, Gre- you get yeah. say, Grealish, Sancho, and a, a top defensive midfielder, and I think, I think the options. What, to replace Matic? 
Yeah, that, uh, and I do think we need. I don't know Matic played well to me. To be fair, really well. he did. He did play well, but I do still think that's it's an area we're a bit we're a bit weak. I think we're we're a million times better than we were even a year Especially if he goes. I mean, I don't know why he wants to play, but if he goes with a midfield three, we're not a far away. No, we're not. We're definitely not. I think he's signing to people. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So if you get a couple of more more like that, and then if we can re-establish ourselves as a Champions League team, we can build, we can build on from that because I think the first. Sunday still has some sort of an effect. Well, they signed five players, and <laughs> I'd say they've all been a success on yeah. one way or the other. Maybe yeah. Daniel James. I think we need to sell But Daniel James yeah. paid 12 million for him. Well, we, 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 we weren't going to expect him to light up the league. So, and he's a decent squad player. I like Daniel James, is fine. All right. Just so, anyway, one last issue to finish off. We obviously got the most difficult draw in the Europa League <laughs> with, with uh, Lask. Yeah. yeah, and they will be tough. Okay. Now that we could get through against Derby, hopefully. We get through against Lask, hopefully. Yeah? We're, we're, we're steaming on towards the end of the season. Maybe, in, you know, things go for us. We get into two semi finals. Yeah? Yeah. And then we have a dilemma, do we? Manchester United, history of Manchester United winning trophies. Are we stronger if we bring a certain Paul Pogba back? No, no. Or do we? Or do we? Or do we cut, in effect, cut our noses off? And say no, you're not playing. You're not having your hundred. Certainly, Rail is not going to get another five million if that's what they're talking about. His hundredth appearance for United would give him. Do we? Do we? What do we do? Do we sacrifice the possibility of getting to two finals and maybe winning one? Because he would add something to the team, no, particularly with Fernandes. It's, 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 it's the damage he does to the dressing room, though. It's exactly. It, it's the thing with Pogba as well. I don't actually think he's that. I don't think he'd add anything. I don't think he brings that much. I think he's. His agent tells everyone he's great. I think he's on the front of FIFA, so everyone thinks he's top and he's won the World Cup. But I've seen, I've seen him. I've seen him play every game he's played for United, and he's disappointed in 90 percent of them. He's played well against the second half of City. I don't think he's that good. I think Fred's a better midfielder for us. Even if he's not a winning the ball, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Matt Tomlin is. He's not. I don't think he's world world class. I think he's bone average. I agree. He certainly does. He don't walk back. He's good around great midfielders. He don't have great midfielders. He don't walk back in the team. You know, maybe if he comes in. Doesn't suit our style of play. I think what will happen is it's a great myth of Pogba. I think what will happen is he'll be back in. He'll be straight back in that team for me. Because the manager will be forced to bring him back in. <laughs> I think he's back. And he will bring, he will bring him back. I think, I think you've got to make a bigger statement. It's not the right choice. But I think Solskjaer will be putting the pressure to bring him back in because he's available. And he will be straight back in that team. He's still the best centre midfielder we've got by a country I don't mile. Think he is. I don't think he is. I don't think he's that good. And I think he's not, he's not the shit he brings. There's too much going on around him, but be all and end all, he's the best centre midfielder. See, you've got to make a statement as well of, of like in the way that Ferguson did with Norman Whiteside and Paul McGrath. You fucking the, the state of what Pogba allows his agent to, to get away with and talk about, and he isn't Ronaldo or Messi or anybody like that. I think he's pretty average. I really do. I'm fucking off, and I won't let him anywhere near. Decide. In fact, we've got better since he's been out of the team. We all know he's not. 
we all know he ain't going to be United. I mean, whether they're going to get someone to pay the money, I don't know, but I can't see him at United. And then, then final shout then. Has anyone who managed to get to Lask without making journeys into at least three different countries on the way? Munich seems to be the popular one. Prague's Yeah, right. So there we have it. So uh, Everton away, done and dusted for the year. Um, we end up one all. Could have lost it. Maybe should have won it. Um, but we'll have last two words from Seb. What's good? You think it should have been in the end? Well, there was a lot of chances for both teams. But I think United were on top in the first half and they should have scored two or three. Yeah. <coughs> Luca. You agree? Uh, yeah, I agree with Sevi. I think we should have been on top um, in the first half, and we should have uh, should have won, really. We should have won, and there you go. So some positives, a lot of negatives, though today. But I think the general feeling here is that we're definitely making progress, and that's thanks to one man, Bruno Fernandez. So thanks to Steve Black there for hosting the podcast at Everton away. The next podcast is at Derby. Don't know whether we get Blackie to do it because the last time we played at Derby way in the cup, he walked around the ground pretending to be Louis van Hall's brother. And people were that drunk that they had him as being a Dutchman. And we're working on the next United We Stand. It comes out against City. We're just finishing it all off. We're sending it to the printers. The deadline for subscriptions is this Thursday. And you can subscribe by going to our website, uwsonline.com. We'll be posting the mags out from Manchester on Saturday morning and selling them outside Old Trafford on Sunday. And also, this might be of interest, uh, Harry's, who are one of our sponsors, they do they do the, the raises. They've got 32 grand to give away to support grassroots football. So if you're involved in... Um, in, in like a junior team or a Sunday team... Um, the idea is to give the money to a dressing room makeover, for example, or to buy equipment. And I just thought it would be worth mentioning. So if you're interested, go to their, uh, go to well, they're on Twitter at Harry's, and um, it's kit sponsorship, that sort of stuff. I don't know. There just might be people who appreciate uh, the financial support. And the only stipulation is they've got to be based in the UK. So until the podcast on Thursday, we shall see you then. We'll have another podcast at the Derby and we'll have a new United We Stand Out at the Derby as well. Goodbye.